Hello, I'm CM Conway, the filmmaker of the witty and poignant indie, How to Successfully Fail in Hollywood, now on Prime Video, and funnyfailurefilm.com. On this now monthly podcast, we celebrate funny flubs, bodacious blunders, and miraculous missteps that happen to us as artists. So hone your funny bone and let's get started. Greetings to our podcast, inspired by the diverse indie How to Successfully Fail in Hollywood, featuring friends, fantasies, and funny fails inspired by my bodacious blunders and spills a trove of inner secrets about Tinseltown. The film was a remarkable grassroots community effort that really became the little indie that could, becoming more than a movie, but a movement, and was filmed in Sonoma County, the Bay Area, and Los Angeles, including in front of the iconic Hollywood sign. The film follows Ellie, a bottom feeder actress, at the end of her rope in Hollywood, when a life-changing event happens with her gay Latinx friend Ben. A surreal twist unfolds with comedic results, as she unwittingly becomes the key to a new take on Tinseltown, where failure is the star. Failure has a social stigma, but the film looks it dead in the eye and laughs. It seemed to liberate people to share their personal and artistic failures with me, which also was one of the inspirations of this podcast to provide a platform for artists to share their stories. So if you're an artist and you've had a mishap that's happened in your creative journey and you'd like to share it on the show, please visit funnyfailurefilm.com and click on share your story. Today's guest is Alicia Pulliam, an actress and Navy veteran with a government and corporate background. Take it away, Alicia. Hey, thanks, CM. I appreciate this opportunity to share my story. My name is Alicia Pulliam. I'm an event host and actress, and I live in the Seattle area. Before embarking on my career in showbiz, I worked in corporate America for many years. When I told my talent agency I was ready to go all in on my acting career, they suggested I participate in a popular modeling and talent competition out of L.A., For months, I worked on my monologues, reviewed sample scripts, and spent countless hours preparing for the nine different audition categories I chose to enter for the competition. In addition to our prep, we were asked to bring three things, headshots, talent resumes, and model cards. For those who aren't familiar, model cards are a marketing tool for actors and models. It's like a visual resume that's printed, double-sided on high-quality paper, and it contains your headshots, full-body shots, stats about you, and your contact information. Personally, I got stuck on the name, model card, and the price to have them printed. My main goal is to be an actor, not a model, so I figured I'll pass on those cards. As for the headshots and resumes, listen, I worked in corporate, so I figured I could save a few bucks there too. 
So while my peers were paying professionals to create 8x10 two-sided headshots with their resume neatly displayed on the back, I was down at the local drugstore, printing out my headshots on photo paper and using a paper clip to affix my printed resume to the back. It's now the first day of the competition. My peers are showing off their headshots and cards and they have stacks and stacks of them courtesy of the professional printing companies they used. My local drugstore had a special, so I have 20. 20 headshots on photo paper, 20 printed resumes, and 20 paper clips. I wanted to melt into the floor. But everyone said it should be fine. These documents were mainly required for the callbacks. So once you finish the competition, your agency would receive a list of managers, agents, and schools who were interested in meeting with you one-on-one -on -one to discuss working together. During those meetings is when you give them your headshots and cards. Well, as it turns out, that's not entirely true. You see, this competition included training workshops that happened right alongside the events. For each workshop I attended, I went right into corporate mode. I was networking with the speakers, raising my hand to ask questions and to participate in demonstrations. And to my surprise, the workshop leaders asked me to leave them a copy of my headshot and resume. I happily gave it to them and patted myself on the back for making a lasting impression. Fast forward to the end of the competition and my talent agency presented me with my callback sheet. It was two full pages and my agency encouraged me to meet with as many people on the sheet as I could. At this point, I only had about five headshots, five resumes and five paper clips left. I was in a panic. We had maybe an hour before the callbacks began while everyone else was reviewing their callback sheets and strategizing on who they wanted to meet with first, I was frantically searching the map to see which drugstore was within walking distance while burning through the hotel business center's paper supply to print more resumes. You should have seen me running through the streets of downtown LA, bursting through the doors of the local drugstore. The amount of stress I put on the person behind the photo counter was criminal. We got my headshots printed, but it was not cheap. I raced back to the competition. I finished everything in the nick of time. All my callbacks went well, but each person made sure to point out that I should consider investing in model cards. And it's unwise to expect agents to keep track of separate headshots and resumes. <sighs> Moral of this story, it's better to follow directions in this business and don't cut corners. If you're not sure of something like, do actors need model cards? Ask the question. Be ready to invest in quality materials. Sure, you can shop around for a bigger, better deal. But sometimes DIY is not your best choice. Alicia's story had a real resonance. 
It's very relatable as artists. Sometimes there's big sacrifices we make, often taking jobs to support our art until our art can support us. As we try to make things work, to make our dreams come true. I also like what Alicia said about ask a question if you're not sure. In our film, How to Successfully Fail in Hollywood, the protagonist, Ellie, does struggle financially. In fact, she lives in a very humble trailer. But there's also a funny scene where she meets with an agent and he talks about her photos. And it's reminiscent of Alicia's story. But Alicia's point is well taken, that in certain areas, it may not be wise to do it yourself or cut corners, and not compromising on quality. And this spills over into the quality of our lives. And if we do cut a corner, we might miss an opportunity that's right around one. Thank you for joining us in the How to Successfully Fail in Hollywood podcast. Copyright by Showstoppers and FunnyFailureFilm.com Intro and outro song, Twinkle Twinkle Little Star by David Mumford. Until next time, remember, mistakes makes art more interesting. <laughs>